When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, you guys ready to get started? This is the Rich Eisen Show. Let's see what's on a bench and let's watch the fans. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Ben Simmons picked up the loose ball at the other end and that's the only time he's touched it and the chorus of booze begin. The Rich Eisen Show. It's very quiet towards the end. We hear no more Ben Simmons chance. Earlier on the show, former NFL team executive Joe Banner. Still to come. ESPN College Basketball. Basketball analyst Joe Lunardi, plus your phone calls and more. And now it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen show is on the air. Great chat with Jason Stark last hour about what the new baseball collective bargaining agreement will mean. Um, and what it does mean uh, in short order, what it means is the shift's going to be gone. In about a year, see ya, and a pitch clock, and um, and infielders will have to be two on each side of second base and on the infield dirt. And how? What's what's so tough about that? I love it. That's great. I, I love, love it, it. I love Let's it. Let's go play ball. I love it. I love it. And, I, and you know, in the same way, for all those years, you'd hear about what a catch is and what's not a catch in the NFL. You don't hear it anymore. You don't miss it. You don't miss it. Nope. And the, uh, and the answer always used to be, well, you know what? Just don't don't let the ball hit the ground. Don't let it come out of your hands when you hit the ground. And that's a catch. And that makes it so simple. And you don't hear those people anymore. And it's just like, it's like quiet. It's like when you stop hearing a jackhammer outside your window. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot how quiet it is around here. <laughs> With the catch rule in the NFL. And the whole business of, well, you just should bunt your way on. That's what you should do. You're a 50 home run guy. You should just lay down a bunt. That's exactly how you should just whatever it takes to get on base. I mean, uh, you know what I'm going to miss? I'm going to miss somebody bunting their way on and getting to second base because, of course, you're letting me put the ball right there. Not hearing that person anymore is going to be just, that's right. I forgot how nice it is around here. (laughs) Oh, God, I can't wait. Not as much into the pitch clock. Don't know what that's going to really mean or anything like that. But Jason Stark says he's seen it in in in, in, um, in play down in the minor leagues, and he says it moves things along. Great. Anything, move it along, put people on base, hit and run, steal bases, which apparently he said the larger bases will, uh, when you're seeing that they're going to institute larger bases, that, that it's going to, I guess, incentivize stealing. Help stealing. Okay, cool. In. In. Just more action. <laughs> And Joe Banner was on an hour number one, the former NFL executive, front office executive. Great takes on the Rodgers contract to come, what it means, the Russell Wilson acquisition, Carson Wentz being traded, what he thinks is going to happen with Kyler Murray. That all exists on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. But we turn to the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line right now. The Mr. Bracketology himself, kind enough to join us amidst a busy March Madness Friday in advance of the brackets coming out for the big dance writ large. 
Joe Lenardi back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How you doing, Joseph? I am great, Rich. It's great to talk to you as always. And uh, yeah, here we are. Uh, baseball, football, and even a little college basketball in the news. I do love it. I do love it. Even though I just want to just front up, just straight out, Joe, I will shoot you straight. Even though you're my third guest today and you're in the third hour, you're a quad one guest to me, just so you understand. Wow. That. You're a quad one guest. <laughs> and you're, you know, because I, I just got a note that said, as a, as a host, you yes. were first four out. Oh, no. <laughs> you must have got a note from management back in 2003 there at ESPN. That must have been. That, I don't that know must be. That, that must be. That must be a nineteen-year-old note you found in a drawer, desk drawer there in Bristol. Nope. 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 I'm. I'm. I'm still. You know. Always feel happy to be on with you. you know, this, this summer, I played golf a couple times with Rever. Oh. Big Ten Network. So you know. Fantastic. We old guys. We got to stick together. Well, Re- uh, it was great to see uh, Dave Revson, uh, albeit not uh, delivering the, the proper news yesterday. Uh, my alma mater getting bounced in the first game that they played in the Big Ten tournament. Uh, tell me about Michigan. I'm just going to go straight to my own personal interest before going writ large with you. Uh, is Michigan in or out, do you think, right now? They're going to make it. I would say at this moment, about 60 40 to not have to play in the opening round oh. in Dayton. Uh, but we will see how that goes. I seem to be a little bit in the minority and maybe overrating them more than most. Uh, may, maybe might have something to do with the whole Lenardi martelli thing. <laughs> uh, but but, but I'm, I'm, I'm certainly trying not to have that come into play. Uh, I, I just think, you know, we keep comparing Michigan – to last year and to its own preseason expectations as opposed to the other bubble teams that they're competing with, right? And when you do that, they look a lot better. All right, so who are the other bubble teams that they're competing with then, Joe? Well, Wyoming, Xavier, Wake Forest, now Indiana, which has just posted another big win, even bigger than yesterday, against Illinois. Uh, You know, some of those teams are going to go to Dayton, Maybe one or two that currently out, but surging like a Virginia Tech or an Oklahoma. Uh, Texas A&M is trying to put the finishing touches on Auburn, uh, and and then we'll hear. Well, or I'm sorry, Texas A&M. We'll hear. What does that mean for A&M? The real story is it might cost Auburn a one seat. Uh, you, you, you know, in the, in the drive for show, put for dough category, you you, you got to focus on, you know, the top because. We're all going to worry about upsets and double-digit seeds and 12-5 and all that. And, you know, I'm as vulnerable to doing that as anyone. But three, four weeks from now when we're talking Sweet 16, Final Four, those are the scenarios at the very top, among the top two, three, four lines that matter the most. Okay. So Joe Lenardi, ESPN bracketologist here on the Rich Eisen Show. So the um – the bubbles teams you've just you've just expressed, and then who the, everything you just said then um, is assuming we're not going to see some team go on a run for the ages and cut down a conference tournament net that is the only path for them to get into the bracket. Right, that's the only right. So, so let me give you in. the math right now. Right now, uh-huh. and, and and there's going to be all this talk on the air by analysts and even myself 
mm-hmm. I believe that there are two spots in play. Two. That's it. Currently held by Xavier and Wake Forest. And there are an unusually high number, at least in my view, of, of teams in hot pursuit chasing those two spots. Uh, a, it's unusual to only have two up for grabs at this point. And B, it's scary because in your scenario, you know, if, 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 I don't know, uh, uh, UMass wins the Atlantic 10 tournament, well, then it's one spot, right? If, if, Hmm. you know, if somebody comes from off the board, if Colorado wins the Pac 12 tournament. Yeah, you know, that's a spot. If, if Texas A&M runs the table now in, in Tampa at the SEC tournament, that's a spot. So, so it, it could be that the committee's work at the end of the line is closer to being done than their process would even allow them to realize at this point. How about that? Because uh, they're following like a a very methodical, very necessary, very – a kind of checks and balances way to get to the finish line of balancing the the auto bid winners and the available at larges, uh, and and that line can and will move all the way through sometimes even to Sunday afternoon. But I have the luxury being a committee of one, yes, of peeking ahead, right, mm-hmm. and and trying to envision the scenarios, and it looks to me that. We're already running out of real estate. Yeah. I mean, I think it's fascinating as we're watching all this. You think there's just barring nobody coming out of the blue like a bolt of lightning flying the ointment, whatever you want to say. Um, there's only two spots really that are, are kind of on uh, shaky ground. Uh, that's that's yeah, kind of wild. And for me, mm-hmm. you know, just again, back to the envelope from years past, what do I remember? We're usually not at that stage, I don't think, at lunchtime on Friday. Uh, which, of course, means I'm probably way, way off. And, you, you know, the Miami Dolphins are going to be the last team. <laughs> uh, who, who knows? Maybe this is a year of a curveball in the dirt. Joe Lenardi, ESPN Bracketologist here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, so your best crystal ball of the top seeds. Um, and I know things can change, but uh, it does appear... My eyesight shows me it's like an eight-point lead Texas A&M has on Auburn right now in the SEC tournament. So what do you think? Yeah, that looks like that's going to happen. All right, well, it, it's one thing to lose and not gain ground. It's another thing to be passed by somebody who's done better or more than you. So at this moment, I'm still going to go with the top line in order of Gonzaga, Arizona, Kansas, and Baylor, Baylor having lost, mm-hmm. but dropping from uh, second overall to fourth overall in doing so. Auburn was fifth overall in prime position to take advantage of Baylor. Now Kentucky is in that kind of co-pilot seat of next up. And, and if UK goes on and wins the SEC tournament and – you know, Kansas gets, let's say, the final of the Big 12. I think, I thought all week that we would have, after the two West Coast teams, Gonzaga and Arizona, we would have 
last man standing from the SEC and last man standing from the Big 12 on the top line. I, I, I think that at some point that's just common sense when the, the, the resumes and, and all the counting exercises that we do are, you know, within the margin of error and close enough. Like, like the logic is you just won something, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if Kansas and, and Kentucky win their respective conference tournaments and, and Auburn and Baylor go out in the quarterfinals. That, that should mean something. I know it's body of work. I know uh, November is supposed to count as much as March, et cetera, and et cetera. But, but there's also a common sense element to this. How's Vital Vi- doing? How's he doing? I, I don't have any new information other than, you know, what he put out a couple of days ago, which right. was, Phenomenal, miraculous news. Mm. Uh, and, you know, I'm sure you share the view that we all do that, you know, for, for all the good he's done for our sport and even more so for 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 children in pediatric cancer. Right. Good Lord, you know, he deserves a bounce in his direction. I agree. I love but, that, but, man. But I, I have to say, yeah. I have to say, it has been quieter. <laughs> I did see some videos of it that he's been doing, and he just looks and he sounds know, great. And, you know, I know. But, you know, Rich, they're going to be saying the same thing about me someday. You know what, you know. Joe? You're you're the best man. I know. <laughs> we are. This is your tax season, man. Enjoy it. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it, Joe. Hey, thanks, thanks. for having me. Anytime. Be well. You bet. Again. That's Joe Lenardi right here. All right. Joe says Michigan's in. And we're in. And you're back. We're back. <laughs> Coop can pick them to win the whole thing. Oh, and then, gosh, uh, I know. There you go. All three of my kids have been like, Dad, when are we doing the bracket? And I'm like, not yet. The bracket doesn't exist yet. Yeah, a couple days. We're going to do it. Oh, we're going to do it here too, right? Should we do it here? Sure. <laughs> Right? I know none of us have watched that much. but I mean, let's... I've done a ton of basketball. Oh, you're, you're, he's the expert. I could be, you could call me as an expert if you want to, you know, and talk. Because I've done a ton of games. Sorry. What would you say, TJ? I said I won't, though, but thanks. <laughs> I finished. I'm pretty good. I think we, we, like, we like carping on Mike. A lot, of course, but I'm like he, he's the diaper dandy. If the diaper was depends, for instance. Oh boy! So, oh my god! Okay, so that's one way. That but but however, however, I think we can all agree, you Brockman, you TJ, mm-hmm. and me, that he's watched more college basketball than any four, oh, all four of us. In I'll this say room. this: he's listened to more games. <laughs> I'm not saying he watched the games. I'm not saying he I knows who know. was playing. But he was hearing something. He was hearing games. I mean, like Providence. I know Providence. Or I know the. He's probably watched way more more college basketball than the four of us. Any of the four. I've definitely touched more courts than the. the I've watched a game and a half. Okay, so I'm over. I watched the whole year. I watched the second half of Duke. Duke was doing yesterday's show. And then yesterday, Duke. I've watched. I've watched much more than that. TJ, have you watched one? Oh, I've watched a lot of college ball. Oh. Yeah, but not like not as much as I normally have. I'm not no. going to lie about yeah. that. Yeah. Auburn's about to go down. They are. Yeah. But I got a new uh, a new clown makeup type thing that you have to wear, though. I found something funny yesterday online. 
<laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. I, I, okay. We used to do that. Are yeah. we, uh, we're not no, doing, not that. doing that. 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 was that was when we were win. young and in, you know, we were a young show. Gosh, we and we're not doing that. I lost four years in a row. Was, yeah, I, I mean, plus so that's that ha- if you anyone wins something four years in a row, you got to retire it. Right? Like done, done. I'm with it. So, you know. But I mean, <laughs> I, I again. Well, it's just this thing's over, right? I can't see how much time is left. Yeah, yeah. Five seconds. And I'm up four, seven. Yeah, oh, going seven to foul line. Okay. Seven seconds left. Yeah. I mean, by the way, anybody, I, 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 I will always shoot you straight. I had no idea Buzz Williams was there. None. And anybody who's like, who's Buzz Williams? Or oh. if you're just surfing in, just when you see him, he's like, oh, yeah, you I know, know him. You know him. Marquette, yeah. he was Marquette at Marquette. Forever, yeah. This guy can coach, huh? Yeah. Okay. So we'll do it. We'll do it. Okay, I mean, we'll do it. We'll fill it out. We'll fill it out do Monday. We wanna, and... Do we want to throw it out to any of our other? Should we create a group? Is that what you want to do? I think. But sure. do we want to throw it out to you know guests of the program, too? Sure. You want to you want to lob a message to uh, uh, Timothy Olafant? Who do you invite? Yeah, he's <laughs> he al- he always does it. Okay, he, he always it. does it with us, right? He always does it. Except I think he chooses everybody based on how good of a swim team or tennis team. Swim they have, tennis. Right? He has Arizona, which you know they're really okay. good this year. Right. Okay. Back. All right, we'll come up with a list. Who else would we invite? A workshop. Let's do it now. Who else would we invite on this program? All right, well, Devon Nixon yesterday. He's a baller. He played. Should we get O'Shea Jackson? O'Shea, oh, yeah, we'll just definitely. swap him a message. UCLA and USC are in the Final Four in his bracket. Stone Street, too? <laughs> well, They're playing Street? tonight, I think, in Pac-12. I watched them the other day when I was at the Combine. That was a fun game at Pauley Pavilion. That was a good one. Stone Street's just going to take Kansas State? Are they I don't know. Or? I don't know if he'll do that. <laughs> I don't know. He's traveling the world talking about his domino well, shows. So. Yeah, he's got a big show. He's a yeah. big billboard. So I, don't know how much, I don't know how much he's watched. But we'll do it here on ourselves. Yeah, we'll okay, do we'll do it. And Del Tufo says he's going to win. No, he I don't say very, I'm going to win. No, he does very well every year. I do, he does, actually. He does very well. He's never once wore the clown makeup. It's because you always pick chalk. He's a chalk guy. That's part of being stupid about that. I mean, that's, that's not. It's not stupid. No, but you got, got to pick up. It's, like, I mean, pick it's up like picking the Patriots. TJ, you ready year. for your, your grab bag? Oh, yes, That's indeed. coming up yes, next. Indeed. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. I think we also do. Do you also have a what's more likely? Yeah, a little small oh, what's great. more likely. Yeah. All right, a little taste yeah. of what's more likely going out the door. Taste. Right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Callaway Rogue Irons. Callaway didn't just create the longest... Irons ever with the new Rogue ST. They made the longest irons ever perform at the highest level for every player. The Rogue ST irons. You've got the ST Max. You've got the ST Pro, the Max OS, and the Max OS Lite. Each one is for a specific type of player. The ST Max is the most popular um, brand uh, of the Rogue irons because it's designed for the widest range of players, refined for game improvement, shaping, and a combination of speed forgiveness and all-around performance. The ST Pro is going to give you the hollow body construction that's perfect for low to mid-single digit handicappers, mid to high handicappers. That's the Max OS. And the Max OS Lite is the most forgiving high-launch iron. If you've got a lower swing speed, that's for you. No other irons perform like the new Rogue ST irons. Find your Rogue ST irons at CallawayGolf.com slash Go Rogue. Yeah. Auburn just got bounced. Back with more in a moment.
Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the show, 844-204-RICH, number doll, Iowa and Rutgers just tipped. Uh, what else we got over there? Nothing really. Anything uh, surprising? Baylor's getting beat, huh? Did that happen? Is that over? Yeah, they were lost wow. already. Yeah, the defending champs out. So, so as the the bear Felica just tweeted out, no team that has lost their first conference tournament game has then went on to win the national championship. Well, so I'm not taking chalk. If they're, if they're so close. Illinois, <laughs> Auburn, Baylor, just you know, food for thought. Gonzaga is going to win it anyway, right? They always choke. Oh boy. Okay. I mean, it's true. Providence is good. You love Providence. I, I'm telling you guys. Who's their coach? I don't know. I don't pay attention <laughs> to that stuff. Stop. You can't quiz me on that crap, Chris. You know that. I'm going to lose that bet any day. He will lose that bet. Yeah. Doing a lot of Big East basketball. Cincinnati's playing Houston right now. Providence is ranked 11th, Mike, though. You are right. Yeah, they're, Don't they be were. so surprised. Coach Izzo's trying to take Wisconsin out tonight. There you go. I'll be rooting for Michigan State in that one. Just I hope, again, when Izzo comes down the line, just don't don't block him. Just let him walk through. That's all. <laughs> Nova, another good one. I don't know. I'm, Wisconsin fans annoy me so much. I did a UCLA game. Wisconsin. Didn't let it bother me. I did a lot of these. UCLA, USC. That's it good stuff. Good. Okay. That's, that's tonight. tonight yeah, Kentucky tonight. was good. Penn State. Kentucky. I like Kentucky. Penn yeah, State advanced. Like uh, they won their first Big Ten 
tournament game. They're taking on Purdue. They're 14 and 16. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> Villanova's good, too, Mike. Nova's, yeah. Nova was another. Arizona. That's one of the, by the way, Jay Wright should not be in um, Jim Close. <laughs> He's not dude, suited and booted? Lo- no. Wait, college coaches aren't wearing suits no, either? No, no. No, the only one that I've seen wearing a suit is uh, UCLA's coach. Yeah, Nick Cronin. Cronin yeah. is still Cronin is still like standing there in his tie and his he's doing like double breasted. He's doing it, wow, like, yeah. and I'm like, I'm rooting for UCLA for that. Alone. <laughs> Steve Lavin actually said that on the air. He's like, yeah, he's like wearing a suit. I love he goes, it. I love it. Jay yeah. Wright used to dress. He, oh Jay, he used Wright. to dress like Johnny Dangerously, like yeah. five six thousand dollars suits. <laughs> yeah. Johnny yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> and then so all of a sudden he started wearing. Um, he started. He started wearing gym clothes. I'm like, not you, man. That's so sad. Not you. He had all these pinstripes. He looked That's great. So sad. I know. Brockman, you keep saying how much you hate it. I've never seen you wear pants. <laughs> so it's like, how, how much can you hate this? I'm not. Yeah, casual him, dress he's, wearing, coat. he's wearing a Belichick outfit. Today. I'm not a head coach. You go casual. Up. Back what? here at the Rich Eisen Show, eight four four two zero four. Let's take this call, Jason in Philadelphia. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Jason? Hey, Rich. Thanks for taking my call. You got uh, two things. First of all, after last night's Sixer game, can I get a bro hug? Oh, sure. Ready? No Here doubt. we go. Um, I'm sorry that you couldn't uh, heap abuse on Ben Simmons, <laughs> and th- that the, and that the beard, the beard absolutely showed you why his uh, trade is potentially tenuous. Here, uh, arms reached out, tap tap on the back, and then we separate and say, "Hope you're feeling better." Is that work? better already. Attaboy. Well done. Yeah. What else is on your mind? So, so second, uh, yesterday, I think during your show, yeah. Colin Kaepernick put out a tweet yesterday, showed him taking some snaps. Sure did. Still working. Sure did. Do you, do you, do you, think, he's, uh, you think he's on anyone's uh, radar? I, would, I, don't, I don't know. And I, it's just like, how, how many years does he have to be out? I, I don't I don't know I don't know what the problem again all he's got to do is if a team goes in his direction what and thanks for the call what is your plan what will you do with the platform afforded to you by us as being part of our team what is that's it I just want to know what is the plan that's all what do you what and how and how can we be a part of it what community outreach programs that we have is something that you might want to be a part of and how can we mesh your outreach programs with ours what can we do together obviously after you take a look see at him as a quarterback if <laughs> The, the uh, um, Ravens, I believe. Well, who started Josh Johnson? I know the Jets had to were forced to turn to him this year. But that guy was out of the league for six years he hadn't played. Cat's been out for what, five now? Yeah. Ish? Five-ish. Yeah, Ravens started Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson started for the Baltimore Ravens this he year. He hadn't played to... since uh, 18. Well, started. When was the last time he started? 
He started three games in 2018. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was just six years, three years, oh, whatever. Washington. But that was after I mean, he had been out for five years. Five years. It's just... If he can play, why won't you reach out to him and say, what is your plan? How can we be a part of it? How can you be a part of ours? Just to see. Guy made a Super Bowl. We're talking about mobility in this day and age. You're talking about quarterbacks that can move and run. Nobody used to move and run like this guy, and his accuracy was definitely uh, questionable at times. That was 10 years ago, Super Bowl. I know. He's been there. There's experience. More than some of these other guys that you're reaching out to. Heineke was on a couch <laughs> True. when they called him up. Heineke almost Washington. beat Tom Brady. Huh? Heineke almost beat Tom Brady in a playoff game. Chris, not when he was sitting on the couch. He wasn't that guy. I don't know. I just think. No, I just, I just he, did, I mean, he did come off the couch yeah, and I make just, that opportunity you know, happen. But I just think people he, want something so bad, it's just not going to happen i don't know why it wouldn't i mean when 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 the president of the united states called others sons of bitches that was a different time and a different i would assume in america and other people might be more attuned to a, a second chance for colin if i was running a team and i needed a quarterback i would send somebody in his direction, and I'd say, what do you got? Seattle was interested in him once upon a time, too. They got a spot. They got a spot. Why if Seattle wouldn't just say, what do you have? What do you see? And what can we do with you and for you? And, 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 and what is your plan? How often will you be using your post-game press conference to talk about things other than football? I want to know. I don't want to just be caught flat-footed when... Fans of the team might be wondering why you're saying what you're saying and what you're doing. Will you use the on-field platform for that too? Need to know. Might not have much of an appetite for that, but I got an appetite for your football ability. Well, I think one comes with the other. I don't know. Used to. Maybe it doesn't. Will it still now? I don't know. But people don't know what the football ability is. That's right. But find out. You can't just say, well, forget it. Just the mere fact that the mention of his name will turn so many people off. Yeah, let's see what he can still do. I don't know. I saw the I saw I saw the video and it looked like he could be a you know, a quarterback to me. I don't know for an NFL team or what. USFL? To start? I don't start. know. I think something like that would Who knows? Would give I don't teams know. that the but idea. Just the that mere fact serious. that we're just saying forget him is at least in my world, doesn't seem to make much sense right now. Certainly when there's so many quarterback jobs. Bad quarterbacks out there. Bad quarterbacks. Horrible. Discover the unknown origin of America's wildest feud. John Cameron Mitchell and Kate McKinnon star in the new Peacock original, Joe versus Carol, streaming now only on Peacock. My kids love Kate McKinnon because they watch Saturday Night yeah. Live and they see the commercials for this and they're like, when can we see it, Dad? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're not. In like eight years? Not yet. Yeah, you gotta wait. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not her doing her SNL stuff. <laughs> oh, is it? It's about tigers? Can we see it? Like, yeah, it's kind of about tigers. Kind of. <laughs> 
Ish. 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 I register a little. Ish. Keep them away. With all due respect. Are you ready over there, sir? Rich. Oh, you got the glasses? I stay ready so I don't got to get ready. All right. It's now time for TJ's top five, otherwise known as TJ's Big Ass Grab Bag. You have the floor, sir, on this Friday. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. And like we always do at this time, kaboom. <laughs> Guess who stepped in the room? TJ here. Listen, this week... It's been crazy, right? There's so much stuff that's been going on. I could have picked anything for this grab bag, but I wanted to uh, kind of center this around an in-studio guest we had yesterday, Devon Nixon, who plays Norm Nixon in uh, Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty that we are loving right now, Chris, on HBO, right? So I've watched this, I think, three times already. You said you've watched it twice. So it just hit me, man. I want to just give you guys really quickly my top five moments from episode one of winning time the rise of the lakers dynasty all right i think this will be funny for everyone who's watched it coming in at number five jerry west is over it (laughs) look i don't maybe it's losing to the celtics so many times it drove him crazy maybe it's just like he was in a position that he didn't want to be in. You know, I had the pleasure of meeting Jerry West here when he came in studio a few years ago, and he dropped like six F-bombs in the first two sentences, and it was just like <laughs> talking to an old friend. He was that comfortable, and that's just how the man talks. He uses a lot of colorful language. I want to see... I mean, we obviously know in reality where this led to, but I- I'm looking forward to see Jerry West's character as this series goes on. See how many more golf clubs he can snap, because as we know, he has a running tab with the with the clubhouse, right? So <laughs> Jerry West losing it is <laughs> just a treat so far. That's my t- number five thing that I like so far uh, in um, the Rise of the Lakers dynasty. Coming okay. in at number four, Norm Nixon, whose son was here yesterday. Yes. Norm Nixon getting roasted at the beauty salon. <laughs> Jeff in Detroit will tell you, he'll call in all the time and he'll talk about barbershop talk. My boy Benny Blades right now, my barber, he's watching. He knows in the barbershop, I've been known to throw gasoline on some conversations just to get two people fighting with one another. And getting roasted is one thing, right? Everyone's kind of gotten roasted in their life. But getting just flamed by a bunch of women while you're getting a mani-pedi? Like, come on, this was, that was a great moment, even though Norm Nixon claims he's never gotten a a pedicure, but in two of the funniest lines from that scene, Chris, when the one woman was like, when you came in here, we thought you was the mailman, gave you a, gave you a stamp and everything. And then she told him, if you lose your minutes, maybe magic can pull your little ass out the hat. And just, which is set Norm Nixon out of the beauty salon. So that was, that was something really funny. Barbershop humor is, is raw, man. And, uh. Norm caught a little bit of it right there. So that was my fourth thing that I really appreciated and liked about winning time. Uh, coming in at number three, Norm Nixon moment again. He had Magic Johnson playing one-on-one at an all-white party wearing dress shoes. Like, I mean, what are the chances this happened? You ever try to do anything in dress shoes? You try to walk in dress shoes? Those things are slippery. You'll snap your ankle. You'll tear your ACL. And plus, they're dressed in all white. You're not trying to get your all-white outfit dirty, like basketball prints on it and stuff. And Norm Nixon was wearing a fox coat. It was ankle length. It was fox. It was great. I just love the fact that those two were out there playing one-on-one, dressed in all white and and dress shoes. That was crazy. That's my third moment. Uh, Coming in at number two, 
Dr. Buss's savviness when it came to dealing with Jack Kent Cook and Magic Johnson. You know, there was the scene where he goes to Jack Kent Cook's house and he tells the story about the swan and how it looks calm, but it's like kicking for its life under the water. And, uh, you know, and he bought this team for 67 million, 15.6 of which he did not have. Imagine. <laughs> Not having $15.6 million to buy something and going, nah, don't worry, we'll get it. John that, C. Riley looks he, just like yeah, him. Just yeah. like that was know. great. They, they have really they nailed it made with that him one, right? like Jerry Buss. And, and not only that, the way he handled Magic Johnson. Magic decides after the Norm Nixon encounter, he wants to go back to college. Dr. Buss takes him through a walk through the hallways of the forum, kind of leaves him there. Now Magic gets to see all the pictures of the stars. Oh, I accidentally walk into the locker room and there's my jersey. Now I get to step onto the forum floor and play a little hoops. He sold that perfectly. I don't know how that happened in real life, but as far as the TV show goes, that was a great part. And it just kind of showed how smart Dr. Buss was when it came to dealing with two very different type of people, right? And uh, coming in at number one, this has been bugging me out for the last couple days. A coin toss that determined the history of the NBA. When I say history, I mean history. They say Magic Johnson and Larry Bird saved the league, right? Had this coin toss went the other way and Magic Johnson became a Chicago Bull. How does that change basketball? There is no Showtime Lakers dynasty, correct? That would mean that my man Dr. J here, I think now in 80 and 82, instead of losing to the Lakers in the finals, now the Sixers, they go on to win NBA titles. And that changes Dr. J's perception all across the league. Plus, and then, would, plus would Michael have been a yeah, bull? That's the next thing, Rich. Michael Jordan, he doesn't go to the Chicago Bulls if Magic yeah. Johnson's there. They're too good. Now is Michael Johnson the Dallas Maverick? Is he a San Antonio Spur? Do the Sixers pick him instead of Barkley? Does he fall to the Clippers? He's not going to fall to the Clippers, but we don't know how that's going to play out. But Michael Jordan, more than likely, is not a Chicago Bull. That changes the history of the NBA over a coin toss. And those are just TJ's top five winning time moments. I'm loving this series so far. Clearly, I can't yes. wait for the rest of it. You know, they're, they're, uh, the uh, friends and... Um and uh, compadres of Jerry West are very upset right now. I yeah, we understand. Thinking yeah. that you know that um, that is not <laughs> yeah. an accurate portrayal of yeah. Jerry West. But I want to say Jerry this. West is turned up keeps think turned up like there's that everything that he does is internalized. As you heard when he was talking to Marshall and Susie, yeah. that he's way we, that that is not storming and screaming and yelling Man. and throwing things and whatever that is not jerry right. west but hopefully if you have all. any sense which you know a lot of people don't you realize that this is a tv show and things are changing no, I, I hope that you would realize you. that maybe the man wasn't like that but you know we know how most people take no, what I'm they just, see and run with it well so. you look anything that you could put the disclaimer in front of anything that says this is this is based on something and it's fictionalized and things were changed or what have you, you know, but it's based on a book that was factual about everything. It's it um, it throws people off. Yeah. I mean, just it, it's not just about this Lakers series it's about anything that's based on anything. And you're sitting there wondering what's real and what's not the crown, for instance. I don't know if you guys take in the crown. Um, I hear it's really good. Though. It's spectacular. It's really, really good. And every single time that some an episode ends, Susie and I will hit the old Google machine yeah. to see what's real and what yeah. isn't, mm -hmm. or what's accurate and what's kind of played up. And then you'll see 
And some of it's incredibly accurate, like spot on. There's parts of British history that I've learned that I didn't know about. And then there's parts about it that are just, yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah. And you get a little disappointed. But you think as you're watching it, everything is 100% accurate. One thing I also really enjoy that I know, Chris, you said you didn't like, and I've seen a lot of tweets and stories about this. A lot of people don't like the breaking of the fourth wall. I particularly love it. I love the way Adam McKay's used this as a storytelling mechanism. I like the fact that the character can just look into the camera, say what they want to say without having to waste a bunch of time on extra scenes. I'm seeing a lot of pushback to it, but me personally, I really enjoy it. I'm not a fan of the fourth wall getting broken and stuff. And I know Susie has not seen Winning Time yet. I think she will have a big problem with that. She's not a fan of it. I think, though, for a show like this, uh, they're they're presuming that you already know a lot about the characters. Right. And if you don't, then using this as a storytelling mechanism, like you said, TJ, is kind of helpful because, like... John C. Riley, Jerry Buzz does explain who Jack Ken Cook is, does explain certain, you know, who certain people are. So that is important if you don't know who they are already. Right. And that's one, I guess, one way to do it. Uh, I guess an, another example of this is in Goodfellas, oh, you, hear, you hear, you know, Ray Liotta's voice walking you through right. the movie. Up until but the end. Up until the end when yep. he actually does on camera break the fourth wall. Yeah. And that was kind of jarring to me. It's just like... I don't like the ending of Goodfellas. No. It's kind of... Some people don't like it. It's just... It it gets people weirded out sometimes, you know. And everyone's just sitting in the courtroom while he's still talking. It's just kind of... But he was talking the entire movie. Like, see, he's breaking the fourth ear. Yeah, he's narrating. I mean, throughout the entire movie. The voiceover. And then they make the conscious decision to have him do it on camera... And it's that that was weird. Yeah. You know. All right. We'll wrap up the show with a, a, a little what's more likely for this weekend. You got golf. You got NCAA basketball. You got yourself baseball being back with free agency. You got free agency in the NFL coming up. Oh, yeah, baby. Middle of March is on the horizon right here. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning or at least The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast. 
part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Back here on uh, the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. We've got ourselves here on Peacock and Sirius XM Channel 85. Another thing I, from my uh, my kids' Little League yesterday that I really just love to see is uh, they were just sitting there having fun. And um, if the metric of having fun and getting along and just rolling around with each other <laughs> and, wins. and also competitive, <laughs> like one kid was barking at Cooper for not throwing the ball, you know, the way he was supposed to, whatever, then we got ourselves a good team. And I just... Don't want to take it for granted either. I'll get a little bit serious on you again. This is the stuff I'm thinking about as I'm just sitting in the stands. You mm-hmm. know what two years ago today is? Yeah. I saw it on D-Day. This was two the- years ago today. Yeah. yeah. No, I meant like, I don't mean the literal D-Day. I meant the, the pandemic. Yep. D-Day. Yep. Yeah. This was the day where the Hankses were confirmed to have gotten coronavirus and Rudy Gobert and was touching right all the mics now. yesterday. I think was two, the, two days. Two days. The ninth was the touching of the mics. Microphone. Remember that? Right. Everyone's phones. Yeah. And today was the day it came out. Right? And then like, this is when the lockout lockdown began to happen two years ago. And then all the And now, like, thank goodness, right now and. Oh yeah, you worked like a half stay. that day. I worked right? a half of basketball. Yeah. I did the first. You did half. the Big East, right? And then and then they were like, "We're they not coming the game out." At halftime. Mid mid game, which yeah. was the weird. I was like. And everyone's got to leave right now. They like threw us all out of the building, man. And that, we were like, "This is madness." Got canceled that year. Yeah. That was crazy. Well, we had the—I um, I don't know what her official title is. So she's the commissioner of the Ivy League. Oh, the Ivy League. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's Remember right. We had her on, and she's just like, "Yeah, the science is telling us this is insane." Like it was—that was nuts. Indian Wells canceled their tournament. Indian Wells yeah. canceled. They were kind of the first one. The Ivy League was the first to say, "We're Ivy- we're we're done." The men's and women's winners are who won the regular season. We're not having any tournament. We're sending nobody to the NCAA tournament. And everybody began to just follow suit. You know, until we found out what the hell was going on. <laughs> so when I'm sitting there, when seeing my kids out there, my, my son out there and just running yeah. around and I'm not. Nice. Good feeling. You know, it is. It is. Good, it really is. And baseball's feeling. back. With a shift. Tournament's about to hit. Well, well. Met season will be over in June. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, but for two months, we're going to be exciting. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. Right? Freddie Freeman. Just know, man. And we got Scherzer now. So. And you might last till July. And you got Buck, too, man. Yeah. It's true. You got Buck. That's going to be fun. You know, Rich, you brought up during the uh, our last segment about the pandemic starting. And I, it, just, it just hit me, man. That, like, two us, years ago, right around yeah, now. Yeah. Us just going through that. You know, we, we kind of we took the 10 days off like the whole world did. And yeah. then. You know, you asked us how we'd feel about coming back and doing the show. And I remember I was a little hesitant and Brockman said something that kind of changed my mind. He was like, I feel more comfortable with you guys in this studio than I do going to a grocery store. And that kind of made me change. But just to like, you know, I if I live to be 100, I'll think back to you guys in this moment of just like living through that that craziness with you guys, man. Like that's something that no matter what happens yeah. in the future, yeah. like you three and... You know, Don and then Mike and Well, it's Adam, not just that, too. Know. I mean, just thank goodness we have a home here on Peacock. And this is our second straight year doing that with and, and the platform that we have. I mean, at that time, we had no idea yeah, we didn't, if the show was going to happen. Right, yeah. if, our, if our run was over. 
There's a lot going on. So just to be able to say two years later, man, and we, I mean, I say we, you guys brought me on with you, but we still made it, man. Yeah. And we're still here. That's, man, God is good. You I know? agree, TJ. It's like Wolf of Wall Street. Not leaving. Not leaving. Not leaving. <laughs> not leaving. <laughs> we are not leaving. The players this weekend, if uh, the weather is willing, the man, strongest field of the so PGA Tour tee off on one of the purest of golf courses, TPC Sawgrass. Who will have this year's defining moment? The players, Saturday 1 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. Go to PeacockTV.com to sign up. Okay. Well, I was watching the players yesterday. Harold Varner III had a two-shot lead. He was yeah. minus seven going into 17. Mm-hmm. Spun it on the dude, green dude. too much into the water. That island. Then his second shot from the, from the uh, drop zone barely got on yeah. ended up making a triple bogey 6 oh. went from the lead to two back Oof. like it was crazy it was uh, like Molinari in the uh, Masters unbelievable that the one time that i was so crazy yeah. the one time i uh, fired Masters. golf balls oh, yeah. at that stick uh, on that hole hole was when thursday night football went to jacksonville i have no idea what year it was but it was me mooch kurt dion jim furick for a piece that we wow. did yeah oh, oh. Yeah. I forget. Is it really that crazy, Rich? Uh, first one I put in the water, second one I put on there. Player, wow. player B for me is always better, as you know. Yeah. I'm Mr. Mulligan. Yeah, two ball. Nice to meet you. Two ball golf. By the way, I love that on Tiger Woods playing that on a video game. It was actually fun. <laughs> All right, what's more likely, everybody? Let's hit it. Hit what's more likely. Go for it. <laughs> what's more likely? Never say never, but never. All right, Chris, what do you got for me here? All right, here we go. Uh, what's more likely, guys? We're going to get a big NFL trade this weekend, or the Lakers win tonight. <laughs> what's the, who the Lakers play tonight? Lakers host the Wizards. We're going to take the uh, we're going to take the trade. <laughs> and I like you put Derek Carr up there, huh? Like that's what you mean by big, right? That's what I'm talking big. Okay, big. similar to. Russell Wilson, I mean, Khalil Mack, like those are big. Okay. You don't even include Carson Wentz, huh? Yeah. I include Carson Wentz in this fact. The Indianapolis Colts need a quarterback again. Yep. You know what they're fast becoming, like since luck? They're becoming like one of the other, all those other teams that are looking for the next fill in the blank. And luck was supposed to be the next Peyton Manning. They're still looking for the next Peyton Manning because luck left. He Andrew, just wasn't Andrew into it retiring changed so much across mm-hmm. the league. Certainly Especially in Indianapolis. That is for sure. So I'll take the trade. Lakers aren't beating the Wizards tonight, I don't believe. No, How about them apples? Wizards are uh, Wizards are a good team. I go on our register. And Kuzma revenge game. Well, who's the home Kuzma team tonight, Chris? Revenge game is Who's the home team tonight? Lakers. I'll pick the Lakers. Lakers. Kuzma revenge, Kuzma Kuzma revenge, revenge game is a great. You should write that down. Well, <laughs> well, we should have a new list of fantasy team names and also uh, house bands. House bands. Kuzma revenge game, house band. Ladies That's, and gentlemen, yeah, opening they're up tonight, up. two drink minimum, Kuzma revenge game. All right, what else you got? All right, what's more likely? Who is more likely to be on another team soon or first, I suppose? Deshaun Watson or Jordan Love? Um, I'm going to go all. I'll go neither. Ooh. Well, not an option, but okay. um, <laughs> I, 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 what do you mean by soon? I mean Deshaun Watson's soon, uh, before you the know world starts. is in know. front of a grand jury as we're talking about right now, and I don't think Jordan Love's going anywhere. Okay, so, so um, the, here, here, how about this? Uh, I'll I'll just spin this another direction. The name that I think you're going to hear a lot about over the weekend, and that is really going to be cooking with gas for free agency, is Amari Cooper, sir. Get ready. 
He's going to wind up on another team, yeah. and everybody's going to be like, okay. Dolphins fans would say, come on down. A lot I mean, of fans. <laughs> here we go. By the way, Amari Cooper turns 28 years old, middle of June. Don't you think like he's been around it forever like and it. you're like <laughs> forever and he's, he's got to be in his early 30s entering his mid 30s and who needs that guy? 28 years old he will play football this fall wow as a 28 year old and whoever he goes to is going ever is going to be like we got Amari Cooper so get ready wow. sir Oh, yeah. What else you got over there, Chris? Okay. Uh, well, NBA, they played last night. Who's more likely to go further in the playoffs? Nets, 76ers. Oh. Further in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, gosh. I'll take the Nets. And here's how I'll take them. They were my team to make the uh, NBA Finals to take on the Warriors beginning of the season. Stick with Warriors yeah. over Nets was my preseason pick. Consistent. So, who would you take, Chris? Uh, yeah, yeah, right? That's why I made the same noise. I'll take Philly just because they're not going to have any unknowns with with Kyrie. the best players going to be now. out there or not. All right, we know who you're taking. I, I'll be honest with you, man. Like uh, I'm just gonna last night gives you pause a little bit. Doesn't it, it gives a little pause, and also, you know, for all the crap that gets talked about Ben Simmons, if that Nets team shows up, and then you add Ben Simmons to that oh, Nets yeah. team, I oh boy, just playing defense, start the fast break, like three isn't that for the seventeen out of the yeah. beard last night. Yeah, he's just so beyond looked, unacceptable. You know, on our pod, so on our Rich Eisen Show oh. Hoops pod last yes. night, I said during the podcast that I expected. James Harden to show out last night, and he showed out, but just in a completely opposite way that I thought he was going to show out. Like the latest episode man. of the Rich Eisen Show basketball podcast with TJ, Chris Brockman, and Adam Chudwin. On that regard, did yeah. not age well. It, 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 only, it only took about uh, podcasts required. By the way, it only took about there. eight game minutes for it to not <laughs> age podcast well. Network. What else you got, Chris? All right, one baseball topic. Freddie Freeman he resigns with the Braves or puts on the pinstripes. I'll say he resigns with the Braves. I, I'll. By the way, just look at that shot of him with Judge. Oh my! Hey, gosh. You know the Mets wear pinstripes. Dude, if still, those guys, guys okay. Chris, 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 those guys. Freddie Freeman protecting Aaron Judge in the batting order oh, is God. unbelievably yeah, need to run, Rich. delicious. Also, be great. Freddie Freeman is huge, and look how he goes small he is compared to <laughs> Judge. Freddie Freeman Judge. protecting Judge in the lineup for five, six years in a row with the machine at the top in, in DJ LeMay, who gets on base, Judge two, Freeman three, and then Stanton four. Oh, baby. All right, last one, because oh, I, I've seen this on social media a lot lately, and I just want to bring it to us. Maybe we can hit on next week, too. What's more likely, that there's more doors in the world or wheels? What? <laughs> oh, wheels. I'll go wheels. Wheels. Whoa, I don't wheels know. Wheels are uh, a car, one and a half. There's way more doors. Think about doors. how many doors there are just, like, right here. Think about yeah, this. How many cars are Every, Everything with a wheel has a door. Each car has four doors. Except for a motorcycle. By the way, this building, this this studio, like look how many doors are here. We're on the ground floor of a parking structure. Exactly. But then there's doors everywhere. But do the doors on the doors car on, count? Doors on Spiders boats. and doors, everybody. That's how <laughs> doors we Doors on boats, cabinet doors. Spiders and doors. All right. 
Um, have a great weekend, everybody. We can't wait to massage those brackets with you on Monday when the new league year begins to open up in the NFL. Going to be a great week next week. Have a happy and safe weekend wherever you are. Baseball, free agency, golf. Oh, yes. We're in that time of year, folks.